0: in office, on iPods, big and small screens. Are you afraid, love? Like and subscribe. Vote for them and they crawl from under the bed at the dead of night through headphones, slither into DMs and touch with teeth all over their body and ours. Are they ashamed, love? Only when we speak and a publicist shrieks that stocks are dropping and sales are shocking. They're strong and stable, changing the world, oh so capable, until unmasked. Suddenly, boys, not men, but boys, who couldn't help slight indiscretions, but please support them while they get better. What are we to do, love? like and subscribe to lifting the voices once afraid of being heard send the truth to the top of the charts vote for the one who says i believe you settle down at the cinema to watch those who don't need to be shamed to do better my name is all of yours i approve this message If you're wondering, that is my cannibal holocaust. What if we were the monsters all along kind of thing? I don't know. But I don't think it's so much we, more just, you know, maybe monsters walk among us. So I can't really think of a horror analogy for that. But so I guess I'll stick with cannibal holocaust. But <laughs> I think recently, more than ever, people are starting to realize that, you know, There are people who get away with horrific things and unfortunately a lot of those people have access to vulnerable people because of the position that they're allowed to be in, regardless of the stories that may circulate around them and patterns in their behaviour that are concerning. These things are overlooked, you know pushed away, hidden away, until it's too late, and I think living in a, in a society, in a world where those kind of things are able to just be forgotten about is possibly one of the most horrific things about where we are. I'm crazy for you. And the way you freeze the room to tell me you're here. What I just read was called The Presence. Um, and I didn't realise until after I titled it that that was the name of a film that I really, really dislike. <laughs> and it's it's not for, you know anything serious, like there wasn't anything that offended me or hurt my feelings or anything. You know, it doesn't contain anyone that I hate or anything like that, but it was just so bad. (laughs) I found it on Netflix um, and it was actually the very first ever German film I've ever watched. I have no issues with Foreign films, I watch them all the time. Um, that sounded way more pretentious than I meant it to, but you know what I mean. So I have no issue with subtitles, um, and I, I was quite excited because I'd never seen a, a German film before. But it was not a good one to start with. I'm, I'm hoping there are there are better ones out there. If anyone knows any, let me know. But it just, oh god, it was just terrible you know, nothing happened, nothing made sense, and it was a found footage film again, and I'm just like, can we please find a new a new thing to do, you know, there are so many different ideas you can explore with horror, and found footage is just so done, you know, and it was just such a, I mean, as I said, there was nothing overly offensive about it, it was just Bad, and I just, I remember finishing it and just thinking, God, I have regrets. I'm glad I haven't like paid full price for this, but bloody hell. As you hold me late at night when the world is drained and distant I begin to wonder how many days you expect me to stay tied up in your basement If you're wondering what inspired the poem Basement that I've just read you can find a little clue by looking at the short story section of my website and going specifically to the halloween collection from i wanna say last year but i could be wrong but i'm thinking yeah last year anyway but if you read that all shall be revealed from the second we were together I knew you'd be the death of me The dreaded double stripe and non-connecting number given by a man I knew I'd never see again Pale to the way you clawed at my insides Though I held you close until the day of your escape and ascension Every second was hell I would scream for freedom, release death, and I could hear you gurgling and giggling in my guts as you sapped my strength and prepared to devour the planet. Some of you may remember in an earlier episode, specifically I believe the earlier Much too early Halloween special that I did, I think in August, I read the beginning of a story entitled Heart. Now, what happened was, as often happens with me, because I'm literally the worst, my attention span got the better of me, and I couldn't really discipline myself to write it as it was originally intended, so now it's a poem. Yay! Yay for my lack of productivity or concentration or whatever the hell is responsible for this. But I hope you enjoy it nonetheless. I went to New Orleans with you in my mind. I had never felt such desire as when my eyes desperately draped themselves all over you. And I knew you had my heart. I drank your hair, my blood and the light of the moon as the voices of the universe shook the ground until it pushed us together and I knew you had my heart. You couldn't resist dark, desperate passion that had been given wings and teeth by a woman who warned me away. My love circled your head and I side, and I knew I had your heart. When I was through, crawling from your brain to do the walk of shame, you clung to me and offered me a reason to stay. Your lungs leaked through a hole in your chest, but I couldn't say yes, though I knew I had your heart. Bradley is my boy until he wakes up, opens his eyes and falls in love all over again with everyone he sees. A one woman man with a short attention span and a desire to keep us in a collection. All of Bradley's girls live in his heart and are a mangled mess at the back of his wardrobe. Bradley is a character from a short story that I wrote called Stay Away, um, which I actually think think I've read on an earlier episode. And I actually based him on one of my ex-boyfriends, who, oh God, all of my friends knew him. I was one of the only people that didn't actually know who he was. And they kept saying about how he liked me and he was a really nice guy and I should give him a chance. But there was one friend that I had who kept saying, don't, don't go out with him. Please don't go out with him. And I just kept saying, well, everyone else says I should, so why not? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So... I later found out why she was so adamant that I shouldn't go out with him. It turns out he was one of those people that just falls in love, and then he meets a completely new person and falls in love with them, but manages to convince themselves that they're still in love with the other person, so he's basically in love with sort of five or six people at the same time. I suppose I just happened to be the one he was most committed to. I'm not sure if that was out of necessity, but it was just such a strange situation, you know, and he would, he would just act like that was a completely normal way to be, and I just just found the whole thing really confusing and distressing. And I, I thought, you know, that's a character I can use. You know? and that might sound terrible, but to be fair, he once wrote a poem about me, and it turned out he'd actually written about another woman and just changed the name. So I don't really feel that bad, to be honest. Obviously, I exaggerated. I mean, you know, he hasn't killed anyone that I know of, but he is, you know, I suppose an emotional slut. I don't know. It's that a thing. I'm making it a thing if it's not a thing. So. That's my gift to you this Halloween. On our first date, I trembled as you drew closer. My pearls were ice against my neck as I traced and cherished each letter of your name. Freddie, my love. You haunt my desires, my hands possessed. Wander under your dictation until I fill my home with the name that aches in my mind. A masterful migraine, a rapturous roar. Freddie, oh Freddie, my love. I feel i need to say this but i also feel i kind of don't it should be obvious but i'm gonna say it anyway i absolutely 100% do not condone and actively condemn finding boyfriends through ouija boards don't do it kids We were so sweet, hands clasped, as we strolled to the end of the world. To run felt futile when I was happy, to fade from life's sky for the girl with a smile that all the stars envied. You didn't need to say a word. I saw before when we ran, the way the madness clamped its jaw around your dainty ankle and roared no more we strolled you hobbled to the end of the world where the madness took you and then me ever so willingly we were so sweet when we ate each other whole dining at the end of the world with candles by our side and each other's calves between our teeth Good night, my love, and happy Halloween.